Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The ABCs of mental performance mastery. This is Brian Kane, your mental performance coach. And here in this episode of the Mental Performance Mastery podcast, I put together a little mashup of my tour through the ABCs of mental performance that we featured on my sister podcast here, Mental Performance Daily. So I'm going to give you the very best in mental performance as we roll through the alphabet. And my inspiration for this podcast and the series that we ran on Mental Performance Daily comes right from two people on the Mount Rushmore of mental performance. Harvey Dorfman, who wrote the book, The Mental Game of Baseball, The Mental Keys to Hitting, The Mental ABCs of Pitching, really started the idea of me diving into what in mental performance can I tie back to every letter of the alphabet? A good seminar for you, a good challenge for me. And then another mentor of mine on Mount Rushmore of mental performance, Dr. Rob Gilbert, creator of Success Hotline, has been doing his 26 core beliefs tied through the alphabet. So I put together my version of the ABCs of MPM and we rolled it out over a couple weeks again on Mental Performance Daily. But here is the mashup of all ABCs in a podcast for you so that you can become a master of the mental game so that you can close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. So I encourage you to get a notebook. I encourage you to listen to this podcast on multiple times. Maybe make it part of your weekly routine, save it in your podcast app. So it's easy for you to find, download it. So you can listen to it without having to have Wi-Fi. and let's get after it. Here's the ABCs of mental performance mastery. My brain download of over 20 years of mental performance, commitment, obsession, and dedication here for you dominate the day. A, the A's of mental performance mastery starts with A plus S plus G-O-Y-A equals R. It stands for ability plus strategy plus get off for your anatomy equals results. Life is a strategy game, not a talent or ability game. So the ability you have, you're not lacking it. You're not lacking it. You're blocking it. The ability is inside of you to be, have, and do whatever you want. It's about finding the right strategy to unlock that ability and then get off of your anatomy and do the work because work wins. That's how you're going to get results. A plus S plus G-O-Y-A equals R. The next A is act as if. Act as if it were impossible to fail. Act as if you were a champion before you become a champion. Act as if. Feel is not real. Act how you want to feel and you will become that. Ace, acting changes everything. You want to get results? Take more action. You want to feel more confident? Act more confident. Acting changes everything and action changes everything. The next one is from Dr. Ken Revisa. Attitude is a decision. It's the most important decision you're going to make every day. The next one, act different than how you feel. Feel is not real. Act how you want to feel which is often going to be different than how you feel until you get there. And then from Dr. Tom Hansen in his book, Play Big, he says, act big, breathe big, commit big, the ABCs of confidence. You want to have more confidence? Act big, breathe big, and commit big. And then one uh, that picked up from Ryan Holiday, all these related to Success Hotline, is Amor Fati, a lover of what is. 
having that attitude of gratitude. And then one of my favorite for just being straight aggressive is ask for forgiveness, not permission. Like no one's going to give you permission to write the book. No one's going to give you permission to start being a coach. No one's going to give you permission to make a career change. No one's going to give you permission to try to be a major league all-star as a rookie. No one's going to give you permission to go win a world series. No one's going to give you permission to set a high goal. So ask for forgiveness, not permission and get to work. And the way you're going to get to work is a above the line, above the line behaviors. They're winning. They're disciplined. They're going to help you get to where you want to go. The opposite is below the line behaviors. They're losing their lack of discipline. They're going to keep you from where you want to go. And then maybe my favorite, anybody can count the number of seeds in an apple. Nobody can count the number of apples in a seed. Anybody can count the number of seeds in an apple. Nobody can count the number of apples in a seed. And your seed has apples in it that need to be nourished, that need to be flourished, and they need to grow. The letter B, concepts and mental performance that I teach that I've learned through Success Hotline or concepts that I teach related to the letter B. The first one, get better, not bitter. It's easy to get bitter when things don't go your way. It's easy to get bitter when you don't get results. It's easy to get bitter when there's adversity. But we don't get bitter, we get better. Because of this, something good will happen. Look, there's one guarantee in life that there's going to be adversity. And when adversity shows up, don't get bitter, get better. Because of this, something good will happen. That's a mindset you want to take. The next one is BBL, man, big body language. And that ties in with BFS, which I believe makes up our states and gives you the best chance to compete with confidence. It's body language, focus, and self-talk. So your body language is big. Your focus is in the present moment. Your self-talk is specific and aggressive. This pitch right here, right now, pound in, hammer it. Body language is intentional. Body language is predictable. You know what you're going to do. You know how you're going to carry yourself because feel ain't real. You're not letting feelings dictate how you act. You're letting your body language predetermine, determine how you act. And then we know about BCD. There should be no BCD, no blaming, no complaining, no getting defensive. And then maybe the most important concept in all of the mental game is to breathe, breathe and be where your feet are in the present moment, right here, right now. Letter C, confidence is a choice. Something that every athlete comes to me that I work with that they want to get better at is confidence. Well, confidence comes from preparation. We know that. But ultimately, when it comes to be go time, when it's time to step in the arena, when it's time for kickoff, when it's time for the first pitch, confidence is a choice. So carry yourself with confidence. Also, we know that you got to compete, not compare. Comparison is the thief of all joy. So just be competitive with yourself to be the best version of yourself and to be better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today, because comparison is the thief of all joy. Also, we know that culture beats talent, but what we're looking for is culture and talent. We've heard that culture beats strategy, but what we're looking for is culture and strategy. So when you have culture, when you have talent and you have strategy, that's when you become world champion. The CK 5K, something I try to share. I try to run a 5K, which is 3.1 miles with my daughter every day, CK Kane. And then maybe the two most important concepts that begin with C, the coral reef story. You see, there's a great barrier reef off the coast of Australia and the reef gets hammered with waves and with weather. But when you look at the life flourishing underneath the surface of the water, if you snorkel there, scuba dive down there, the flora, the fauna, it's amazing. The colors, the life. And when you go to other places off the coast that don't 
had the reef that don't have the massive difficult stormy weather and the waves that crash and hammer if you go to the place that's calm there's no there's no life there's no coral you see coral needs adversity to thrive just like us and the one thing that we have to learn in the face of adversity is to control what we can control. Maybe besides breathing, the most important concept I teach in mental performance, control what you can control. So if you're listening to this and you've not yet done this, grab your notebook, draw a line down the center and write down can control, can't control and make a list and then choose, choose every day to go all in on what you can control, letting go of what you cannot control. And you cannot control the outcome. You cannot control winning a World Series. You cannot control being a rookie of the year. You cannot control getting that extension. You cannot control what happens in arbitration. The only thing you can control is how you perform and how you prepare. And if you want the things that you can't control, outcome, batting average, stats, media, people like you, whatever it is, if you want the things that you can't control, the path to get them is to go all in on the things that you can. So, C. Confidence is a choice. Compete, don't compare. Comparison is a thief of all joy. Control what you can control and like the coral reef, welcome adversity because it's going to make you flourish. Today, the letter D, and we're going to start with a little shout out to Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes. D is for dog. And the dog is the guy that's going to do whatever it takes to find a way to win. Or the gal who's going to find a way to do whatever it takes to win. A dog is going to do the work. A dog is not going to stop. A dog is going to demand of themselves and their teammates their best efforts. Be a dog. D, discipline turns into desire. You see discipline up front and it takes work. You don't want to do it, but you do it because it's good for you. And eventually that discipline turns into desire and discipline equals freedom. Thank you, Jocko Willink, one of my favorite books, Discipline Equals Freedom. It's a part of my daily reading about two to three minutes in the morning. I highly, highly recommend it. The next D, thank you, Ed Agresta, is don't count the days, make the days count. You see, that day that you were putting off yesterday, that tomorrow that you said you'd get to yesterday is today. Realize tomorrow never comes, my friends. Today is the day, so don't count the days. Make the days count. And that today plus today plus today equals your career. And if you write down the words don't wait and you capitalize D-O, lowercase N-T, lowercase W-A, capital I-T, don't wait becomes do it. Take action. And if you're going to do it, then also D-W-Y-S-Y-W-D, do what you said you were going to do. Be accountable. Like if there's one skill... One skill that I hope my children get, it's accountability. Now you might say, Kanner, accountability is not a skill. Yeah, it is. Because it's a choice you make every day. And the choices you make of what to do, those become skills. Skills are trainable. Skills are developed. Accountability is a skill. It's trained. It's developed. And when you have accountability and you do what you say you will do, that's how you D, dominate the day. And if you're going to dominate the day, you got a D, don't let the start stop you. You got a D, don't quit, can't fail. You got a D, do the hard things and the power will come. You got a D, do something that sucks every day. Thank you, Navy SEAL community. And if you're in a world that's consistent where you show up and do the same thing every day, like let's say you're a professional baseball player, let's say you're a teacher, you're a coach, you're a daily podcast creator, D, the deja vu, acting as if you've seen it before helps with preparation. But the opposite of that, if you go backwards, vuja day is doing something you do every day, but attacking it with an enthusiasm and an energy as if it was the first time. And if you look at major league baseball, you look at high school, college baseball, everyone gets jacked up on opening day. 
Everyone's got hope on opening day. Everyone's got energy on opening day. Make every day opening day. Vuja day, opening day. Bring day one energy today. Be a dog and don't count the days. Make the days count. Letter E, and the first one I want to share with you is the two controllables of energy and effort. Look, if you bring energy and effort, you're going to like the outcome. If you bring energy and effort, you're going to dominate the day. If you bring energy and effort, those are the two controllables that if you sell out to those two, I think you're going to like where you end up. And energy and effort is how you eat, eat the elephant. My friend Andrew Baxter, the men's lacrosse coach at Fairfield University, a national championship winning coach when he was at Yale, he talks every day about just eat the elephant, eat the elephant, eat the elephant. And how do you eat the elephant? One bite at a time. And when you're taking that one bite, you know what you're doing? E, focusing on execution over expectation. Expectations will cripple you. Expectations about outcomes that you don't control will cripple you. Focus on the execution, not the expectation. And then E, E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. Look, you are not responsible, nor can you control all the events that happen in life. But you are responsible for, and you can control your response. And that response is going to influence the outcome. So E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. And the last E is energy is contagious. The only question is, is yours worth catching or avoiding? And I know we have a lot of teachers. We have a lot of coaches that listen to Mental Performance Daily. And here's what I want you to, to please hear. And I picked this up from one of my mentors, Dr. Rob Gilbert of Success Hotline, which motivated me to do these ABCs here on Mental Performance Daily. And he always says that what you're teaching is caught more than taught. It's caught more than taught. If you're a coach, if you're a parent, if you're a teacher, what you want to get across to those who you're leading is caught more than taught. Now, I think it's both. It's caught and taught, but it's at first going to be caught. So your energy is contagious. Is it worth catching or is it worth avoiding? Just make sure today that the juice that you bring, because if you're juiceful, you're useful. And if you're juiceless, you're useless. Just make sure the juice that you bring is worth catching because energy is a choice. Energy is also your edge. F. And when you think of F, I want you to relate that to failure is feedback. Failure is positive feedback. When you're failing, there's information there that you need to take and you need to learn. The great basketball star, Kobe Bryant, when asked by Lewis Howes on his School of Greatness podcast, he said, Kobe, what does losing feel like? Think about how you would answer that. Because when Kobe Bryant was asked what losing feels like, he said, oh, it's exciting. It's exciting because there's answers there. It's exciting because there's feedback there. And Lewis asks him, he says, well, there's probably, you probably learn more from losing than winning. And he goes, no, 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 there's, there's learning in both winning and losing, but you have to have a process and process it the same way and get the feedback through the process of well, better, how Kobe would say, you got to ask yourself, what am I doing? Well, what can I do better? How am I going to do that? That's how we extract the feedback from failure. Also success. We know that F focus determines future and that F feelings have nothing to do with actions. How do you feel like taking the, how do you feel like doing that workout today? It doesn't matter. How do you feel about this? It doesn't matter. Do it anyway. Because if you're going to do it anyway, get out of your feelings and get into the actions. And part of that is faking it until you make it, which is also faking it until you become it. And understanding that F, fog, which small things can really be, be magnified into big things if we allow them to, is, you know, the fog that covers an entire New York City block is really only the water that fills a glass. So let's not let small things expand and take over our mental game. Let's process it properly and focus on the feedback. Also realizing the lessons from the frogs. Let me give you three. There's three frogs. 
they're sitting on a log. One decides to jump. How many are left? Most people would say, well, one decided to jump. There should be two left, Caner. No, the answer is three. Three frogs sitting on a log. One decides to jump. Why are there three left? Because there's a huge, huge obstacle between deciding and taking action. So the three frogs sitting on a log and the one decides to jump, there's still three free. There's still three frogs left. And two stories about frogs. You see, there was this woman who was doing a tag sale, cleaning out all the little trinkets that she had purchased over the course of her lifetime and her children's lifetime. And one of her kids was obsessed with Kermit the Frog and fell in love with frogs. So when this woman was cleaning out her house and having a tag sale, she had all these little frog ornaments and trinkets and animals. And a woman who got out of her car in her late 80s walked over to the tag sale and to the table of the frogs and smiled ear to ear and said, oh, I'll take all these frogs. And when the woman who was doing the tag sale said, what, 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 what's your obsession with frogs? Why do you want all of these, these hundreds of frogs that we have? And she said, well, where I'm from in the Tibetan communities, the frogs that we have, they only go one direction. They only move forward. You see, a frog can only hop forward. It can't hop straight up. It can't hop backwards. It can only hop forward. And we believe that the frog is a good omen and reminder to always be moving forward towards your goals, moving forward on the attack. We don't go backwards. We only move forwards. Very similar to what one of the greatest U.S. athletes and coaches of all time, the great Dan Gable of the University of Iowa Wrestling said, he said, when you get taken down and you get up, your first step is towards your opponent. Another story about the frogs. There was a great race in Vermont the frog race. And these frogs would go up these hill and they called it the death hill because no frog had ever made it because it was so hot in the summer. It was so high. The frogs would get dehydrated and just quit. Or they would try to, or they would pass out and die on the way to the top. But one day there was a frog that started and the frog was hopping and it was hopping and it was hopping and everyone was saying, turn around, turn around. It's too hot. Turn around, turn around. The mountain's too big. Turn around, turn around. You're not strong enough. You're too young enough. And the frog made it all the way to the finish. It was the first frog in the history of the Vermont frog race to make it to the summit. Well, naturally, when the frog got back down the mountain on the chairlift, which they provided for these frogs in this make-believe story, all the media, all the reporters, everybody was there. ESPN, everyone was there. And when they asked the frog, how did you do it? How did you make it to the top? How did you overcome the adversity? How did you keep your mindset in the right place? The frog looked and said, whoa, 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 whoa lifted up its hand with its sign language. It said, could you please slow down? I can read lips, but I can't hear you because I'm hard of hearing. And being hard of hearing was the superpower for that frog to get to the top of the mountain because it didn't hear what the naysayer said. It just focused on taking the next step and attacking its goal. Focus determines future. Frogs don't go backwards. Feelings have nothing to do with actions. So however you feel today, that's how you feel. And that's irrelevant. Get up, attack your goals, get aggressive and dominate the day. The letter G, get some. Like when you wake up in the morning, what are you going to do that day? You're going to exist, you're going to coast, or you're going to get some. Getting some is about getting after it, getting her done. In order to do that, there's going to be adversity. We know that. So what do we got to do? We got to bring Jocko Willink, the Navy SEAL, his one word focus of good. Bad things are going to happen that day. Good. You might sleep through your alarm. Good. It might be raining outside. Good. 
Choose a good response to the adversity that shows up today. Another response I want you to take is gratitude because gratitude builds resilience. Every day as a part of my journal, I write down three things I'm grateful for and often I write down the MPD community, so thank you. You see, gratitude changes everything. And when you bring gratitude, you build resilience, you build positivity, and that allows you to move forward forward through the adversity that life's going to throw you. G, have a growth versus a fixed mindset. You see, the simple difference is a growth mindset is someone who believes they can be, have, do, train themselves to anything. A fixed mindset, it's just the way I am. It's just the way it is. I'm, I'm passive. I'm letting life happen to me instead of making life happen for me. Growth versus fixed mindset. It's foundational in who you become. And there's a lot of people out there that don't listen to Mental Performance Daily that have a fixed mindset and you have to safeguard yourself to not let their fixed mindset energy outweigh your growth mindset energy. See, if you're a young person listen to this and you got big aspirations and you got big goals and when you share those goals with somebody and they laugh and they go, oh, that's never going to happen. You're in the wrong peer group, my friend. I'd rather see you in the group where you share your big goals with somebody and they go, hey man, why you set the bar so low? That's the group we're looking for. That's the Mental Performance Daily community. And if you want to level up your mindset, there's a book I want you to get today. It's by Dr. Rob Gilbert, creator of Success Hotline, the person who has motivated me to do these ABCs of Mental Performance Mastery here on Mental Performance Daily. And his book is Gilbert on Greatness, sticking with our G theme. Because you're going to be a G talking about G. Gilbert on greatness. Check it out on Amazon. Bring that growth mindset. Gratitude changes everything. Gratitude builds resilience. Let's get some today. Get her done. And when adversity hits, good. And then the last one, gas. Give a shit. You got to care about what you're doing if you're going to be able to do it long term. So bring the gas and let's get some. The mental performance ABCs of H. Understand that how you do anything is how you do everything. Are you signing your name with excellence? Are you signing your name with average? Also, when we're talking about H, there's an acronym HOPE. And it stands for Hold On, Possibilities Exist. And also, hold, uh, Hear Other People's Experiences. So hold on, possibilities exist. Hear other people's experiences and have a good, bad day. As my mentor Ken Revisa would say, say not every day is going to be great, but it doesn't have to be terrible. Have a good, bad day. You've heard some tennis players talk about winning ugly, just finding a way to win. Having a good, bad day is I'm attacking this day that's not going how I wanted it to plan, but I'm attacking it with grace and I'm attacking it still with a positive mindset. Now, to build a positive mindset, one of the things you can do are haggle statements, H-A-G-L. I picked this up from the great Colin, the boss, Bakey, former mixed martial arts champion. And he talks about how every day one of the things he journals is, I have. I am, I give, I love. I've adopted that principle, so thank you, boss, and put that into my daily journaling routine where I write down, I have, I am, I give, I love, and then I would add to that something might be like this. I have an amazing life. I am a world-class mental performance coach. I give content every day through Mental Performance Daily. I love coaching and creating. Something that simple. But when you write that down every day, it builds gratitude. It builds mental strength. And also realize that happiness, it's a choice. It's not a feeling. Feelings come and go, but happiness is a choice. Being happy with where you're at, happy with what you have, instead of focusing on what it is that you don't have. And the last piece of H is the hero's journey. And if you want to be a hero and you look at like Luke Skywalker, 
You look at other fictional characters. You look at heroes in your life. Heroes don't fight lizards. They fight dragons. So, difficult times, good. Difficult times, hold on, possibilities exist. Difficult times, you're other people's experiences. Difficult times, good. You're fighting dragons, not lizards. And you're prepared for this. You're built for this. So let's get to work. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. Talking about I, and are you somebody that's invested or interested? If you think about the chicken and the pig, they both offered themselves and their services to breakfast. The chicken was interested, so it gave an egg. The pig was invested, so it gave its life for the bacon. So are you invested or are you just interested? An investment means I do whatever it takes regardless of how I feel. Interested is I do it when it's convenient for me. Invested is delayed gratification. Interested is focused on instant gratification. As my high school football coach, John Allen, would often say, you got to bring intensity and integrity. You got to bring intensity, focus for the moment as if it's the only thing and the most important thing that you're doing because it is, because it's that moment. And then the integrity to do it with accountability, integrity to do it the right way, how it's supposed to be done, when it's supposed to be done to the best of your ability. And you're either going to be someone that's in or into. Are you in, just showing up, or are you into? If you're in the Mental Performance Daily Podcast community, you probably listen on occasion. If you're into, you listen, you take notes, and most importantly, you apply what it is you're learning to how you're living. You understand it's the start that stops most people. So let's get started. Let's get started. And when you look, realize that iceberg theory. You see 10% of what's real. You see 10% of what's there. 90% is in the dark. 90% is underwater. You see, you hear mental performance daily. You don't see the 90%, the research, the editing, the retakes, the work that goes in to create a two to three minute podcast. So when you see something, don't be in awe. Be interested in the 90% that's done in the dark. And go to work to find out what that 90% is that's done in the dark. And you too can have the results and the success of the others that you aspire to be. The letter J. And I want you to bring the juice. Juice, an acronym for join us in contagious energy. Also going to steal one from Phil Knight. Just do it. Remember, it's the start that stops most people. So if you're going to do it, just do it. Get started. And if you're juiceful, you're useful. If you're juiceless, you're useless. So let's bring the juice and let's just do it. And let's remember the story of John Stephen Aquari, 1960 Mexico Olympics. John Stephen Aquari, the men's marathon. You see, the men's marathon traditionally is the last race of the Olympics. It's the last event. And as the marathon was finished for about two hours, the reporters, they were nearly leaving the stadium. They had packed up their cameras, packed up their lights and microphones. And all of a sudden, in the distance, they heard a siren. And that siren was following one runner, hobbled, bandaged, obviously in great pain as he entered the stadium. And as John Stephen Aquari did his final lap around the track, crossed the finish line, got down on his hands and knees, kissed the ground in tears, reporters unpacked their lights, unpacked their cameras, unpacked their microphones and sprinted to the finish. They said, sir, sir, who are you? I'm John Stephen Aquari. Where are you from? 
I came from Tanzania. Why are you still running? The marathon's been over for over two hours. He said, my country didn't send me 5,000 miles to run the marathon. They sent me 5,000 miles to finish. To finish. Another great finisher in the sport of boxing, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis used to talk about how he could smell the knockout. He could smell when the finish was coming. He could taste it. So for you, let's get started by just doing it. Let's continue to bring the juice in that contagious energy. And let's be finishers, not starters. And let's smell the finish and just keep on going. And today we take down the letter K. And really for K, what we've got for you is that kindness counts. Sometimes I think we can all just be a little bit more kind with ourselves and with others. Another one we've got is knowledge is not power. You see, knowledge is potential power. There's plenty of people who know what to do, but they don't do what they know. Is that you? Do you know what to do when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to sleep, when it comes to what to put in your body, what not to put in your body? But you have the knowledge, but you're not taking action on that knowledge. You see, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. Knowledge is the start. Knowledge is what can get you going, but it's decision in action that's going to get you to your results. And that leads us to K minus A equals zero. Knowledge minus action gets you nothing. So today, let's make sure we take action on what we know is good for us. Today, let's make sure we take action on avoiding what we know is bad for us. And let's step forward into growth and step forward in that best version of us as we don't count the days, but we make the days count. Continuing our ABCs of MPM. And today we're talking about L, leaving it all on the table, going all in, giving it everything you've got today. You see, you also have to realize that if you're going to succeed in life, life is a strategy game, not a talent game. And hopefully you're coming to Mental Performance Daily to get some of the top strategies in mental performance that you can use. And hopefully you are using to let you be that best version of yourself. One of my favorite books that begins with the letter L is about legacy, or it's called Legacy. It's about the New Zealand All Blacks, the rugby team from the country of New Zealand. And one of my favorite concepts there as they say sweep the sheds you see leave it better than you found it and the best thing that you can do for your team is to serve your team how can you make your team better today how can you impact other people around you today we can't be talking about l and forgetting the performance pathway the performance pathway is leadership it drives culture it drives behavior which drives results might be one of the most powerful things you can write down. It's a concept I picked up from Urban Meyer in his book, Above the Line, also taught by Brian and Tim Kite of Focus 3, where they'll say leadership drives culture. Culture drives behavior. Behavior drives results. So it's the leadership in your organization or your team or your life that's driving the culture. Culture is a set of beliefs that drive behaviors, and it's the behaviors that you bring every day and the ones you avoid that are going to drive results. A loss, L-O-S-S, a learning opportunity, stay strong and realize that the lions are the king of the jungle. You see, in the jungle, the giraffe is the tallest, the cheetah is the fastest, the elephant is the strongest, but the lion is the king of the jungle. Why? Brady Sullivan, the lion is the king of the jungle because it roars. The lion is the king of the jungle because it hunts. The lion is the king of the jungle because it's fierce and it stalks its prey and it attacks and it won't be deterred. You see, it sets its sights on a goal and it goes all in. The lion 
is the king of the jungle. It's not the biggest, the tallest, or the fastest, or the strongest, but it's the king of the jungle because it's the most mentally tough. You see, the lion has its eyes in the front of its head. The deer, the elk, the antelope, you see the, the animals that the lion's going after, their eyes are on the side of their head. So if the eyes are in front, the animal's going to hunt. If the eyes are on the side, it's probably going to hide when things get tough. So the next time you look in the mirror, where are your eyes? Eyes in front. Got to hunt your goals. Got to hunt the best version of you. Got to hunt greatness today. Your eyes are not put on the side of your head. You are not here to hide. You are here to hunt and attack whatever it is that you want today. Get after it today. Dominate today. It's not dominate yesterday. That's history. It's not dominate tomorrow. That's going to be a mystery. It's dominate today. That's your gift. That's what we call it, the present. Today, the letter M, concepts for mental performance. That is a coach or an athlete, as a parent, as an executive that you can use in your life to help be the best version of you. And today, maybe one of the most important concepts I teach in mental performance is that motivation comes after movement begins. So don't let the start stop you. Start moving and the motivation will come. You see, motivation follows movement. Also, if you want to make it happen, you want to set goals and get goals, understand this three-step process. Make a commitment, make it public, make it happen. Thank you, Frank Soma. Or as a great John Wooden would say, make every day a masterpiece. Today is the day to be dominated. One of my favorite books that begins with M, it's The Magic of Thinking Big. It's a book I picked up uh, after hearing Lou Holtz the great college football coach speak. It's one of the best audio books I've ever had. I remember being the high school athletic director at North Country Union High School, 2004-05 school year. I would run a canal and listen to that book every day. I must have gone through it 20 times. The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. You got to release your mental bricks and watch out for Moomba disease, M-O-O-M-B-A. My only obstacle may be attitude. So today, let's make sure that you bring the magic of thinking big. Today, let's make this day a masterpiece. Let's make a commitment, make it public and work to make it happen. Let's release those mental bricks. Let's avoid Moomba. And remember, the motivation comes after movement begins. So let's get moving. As we unpack the letter N, we're talking about N-O. Next opportunity. You see, if you're a franchise owner, if you work in sales, if you're somebody who's trying to grow a business as an entrepreneur, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get told no. And you may be a professional baseball player. Listen to this. It's got sent to the minor leagues or it's got traded or got DFA'd or got released. Guess what? Someone told you no. Good. Next opportunity. Next opportunity. Next pitch. You see, but it's also now or never. When are you going to make the decision, and then more importantly, take the action to do what is required of you to be the best version of you. It's either now or never. Like today again, all right, let's not forget that today is the yesterday. I'm sorry, today is the tomorrow you talked about yesterday. Tomorrow never comes. It's always today. And if you don't apply the right amount of pressure, if there's no pressure, there will be no diamonds. So the time is now. The place is here. What are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? Because the next that you decide to take action on right now, yeah, that next has become now. So let's get going. And when you write now, I want you to write N and then put a little semicolon and then OW because as I have athletes I work with set a one word focus. I had a women's lacrosse player, Marquette University. 
said her one word is now and semicolon OW like you'd see if you were looking at a clock. And she said, Kaner, that reminds me that the time is now, that now is the time for me to step forward into growth. Now is the time for me to work to be that best version of me. Now is the time for me to capitalize on this moment. So the next time you see the word now, look at it like it's a clock and realize the time is ticking. Tick, tick, tick. What are you going to do today? Take that next step and let's dominate the day. Today we're talking about the letter O and it starts with one blank at a time, one pitch at a time, one shot at a time, one play at a time, one day at a time. What is your one blank at a time? And then do that to the best of your ability, realizing that obstacles become opportunities. You see, the obstacle is the way. The thing that maybe is holding you back or keeping you from where you want to go, that's the opportunity, but you got to own it. And you got to realize it only takes one key to unlock the castle. So what's that one key going to be for you that changes everything? And if you have a notebook, I want you to jot this down. I want you to, to write the word and I'll give you all the letters here. O-P-P-O-R-T-U-N-I-T-Y-I-S-N-O-W-H-E. R-E. And when I have audiences of groups I work with, write that down. And I ask them, what does that say? They all say, opportunity is nowhere. And then someone with an elite mindset, someone with a different perspective, someone who if, that, if they're that minor league baseball player sitting in a room and there's 150 of you in there and the GM walks in and says, hey, are you 150 that are here? 10 of you are going to make the big leagues. The other 140 are here to give them someone to play with. You're the guy who sits up in your chair, not down, and looks around and goes, I wonder who the other nine are that are going with me. Because it's not that opportunity is nowhere. No, 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 no. When you read that again, it's going to say opportunity is now here. So the opportunity is now here for you to make a decision on how you're going to live the last quarter of 2023. Quarter four, 2023. You're going to show up in the fourth quarter or are you going to disappear? It's like that Gatorade commercial. You're going to be the person that disappears or the one that dominates. That's up to you. Make the decision and let's dominate. The ABCs of MPM. Today, the letter P. Are you going to participate or dominate? Are you going to focus on making progress or perfection? You see, we don't want to just participate. We want to dominate. See, life, it's not a spectator sport. You're supposed to get into the game. And you only get into the game by dominating, by going all in on what you're going to do today. What's it mean to dominate the day? It means you go all in and give relentless effort on what it is you're doing today. You also have got to focus on progress, not perfection. Look, there's nothing on the planet here that's perfect. But you can make progress by working your process and being present to help you get closer to who you want to be. Also realize that practice doesn't make perfect. You'll see that on t-shirts or you'll hear motivational speakers say, practice makes perfect. No, no, no. Practice makes permanent. What you do in practice is what's going to show up when the lights are on. You see, you're not going to rise to the occasion. You're going to sink to your training and your training is your practice. It's what you do. And then the last P is just push the rock. You know, the myth of Sisyphus. Sisyphus was this mortal man that overheard the conversations of the gods. And when the gods found out, they punished Sisyphus. And they said, look, we're going to punish you. And we're going to put you at the bottom of this mountain. And you're going to push this boulder to the top of the mountain. And when the boulder gets to the top, it's going to roll all the way back down. Now, they didn't tell him it was going to roll down. They just told him that in order to break this punishment that they've given him. He's got to get the boulder to the top of the mountain, but they knew the boulder couldn't get to the top of the mountain. 
So they thought that mentally it would break Sisyphus. They thought that emotionally it would break Sisyphus. They, they thought it would just absolutely drive him crazy. And what Sisyphus found was that he fell in love with pushing the rock. And he would push the rock towards the top of the mountain. And when it got up there to the top and got really heavy, he'd get out of the way and watch it roll all the way back down and see how far it would roll off the bottom of the mountain. Then he would push it back up this time backwards and see if that worked as he used his quads more than his hammies. And then the next time he would throw his right shoulder into it. And then the next time his left shoulder into it. And Sisyphus just fell in love with pushing the rock. He fell in love with the process. And when you fall in love with the process, that's how you're going to get your results. It's like pounding the stone. You see the stone cutter who swings his hammer over and over and over and over and over again until eventually the rock breaks. And everyone who's watching thinks it's that one sledgehammer to the rock that breaks it in half. But in reality, it's the continual pounding of the stone. And then on one swing, it breaks in half. So it's not the one swing. It's the repetition of the swings over time in the process of pushing the rock and pounding the stone. They're going to get you to where you want to go. So today, let's be present. Today, let's focus on process and progress, not perfection, and dominate the day. And today, we're focused on the letter Q as we continue our ABCs of mental performance and realize that quitters never win and winners never quit. Q, quality over quantity. Actually, you know what it should be? If you've heard that quality over quantity, it should be quality and quantity. Like let's do quality and quantity. Let's get out of the either or thinking like it's bad or good and look at it as both. It's, it's good and bad. It's not quality over quantity or quantity over quality. It's both. It's quality and quantity. And you got to be quick, not hurried. There's a difference between having a sense of urgency that's rushed and a patient sense of urgency. You see, being quick allows you to, to make decisions, to get things done, to push the ball forward. But when you're hurried, you'll push the ball forward and then realize, oops, going in the wrong direction, got to start over again. So Q, question everything. Ask why. I hear a lot of coaches go, man, kids these days, they ask why too much. They should just do what they're told. No, they shouldn't. Because if you're not telling them why you're doing it, you're not actually educating them on the science behind why they're doing, the reason behind what you're doing. You're just asking them to be obedient, and that doesn't work. We need ownership, not obedience. Ownership, people do things because they understand how it's going to help them accomplish their goals. Obedience is the, yes, sir. And I, as I go around the country working with college teams, I got all these athletes, yes, sir, yes, sir. And I'll say to them, what are you saying yes, sir, to? Like, I know you're trying to be polite here and you're probably trained by a well-mannered or I shouldn't say well-mannered, well-intentioned coach in high school to get you to say yes, sir, to everything. But what are you saying yes, sir, to? And sometimes they'll look at you like, uh, what? And they're just not in the conversation. So if you're an athlete listening to this, I don't want you to be the yes, sir guy or the yes, sir gal. I want you to question and ask why. And then when you understand why, you formulate your own opinion about what sports science or what elite performance should say that you do. Because if you don't question everything, you may get to the top of the ladder and realize that ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. We've all been there and done that. So let's not. Question everything. Be quick. Don't hurry. Focus on quality and quantity. And realize that quitters never win, and winners, they never quit breaking down the letter R. I want you to think about rising up. You see, like the phoenix, burned 
in a massive fire. Everything destroyed except the phoenix bird that rose up from the ashes. And there's going to come a time, my friend, where you're feeling like you're getting burned down, where you feel like you've hit rock bottom, whatever that may be. Maybe it's an injury. Maybe it's false, false accusations. Maybe it's getting fired. Maybe it's getting released. Whatever it is, rise up. You see, the phoenix came back better, more beautiful, and stronger than it was before the fire. And sometimes you got to go through the storm to get to the sun. And that reminds me of the story of Roger Bannister. You see, Roger Bannister was the favorite in the Olympic Games, and he failed to medal. And then he had to make a decision. Was he going to continue to pursue a medal in the mile, or was he going to be the first person ever to go under four minutes in the mile. And on May 6, 1954, at the Ifley Road track in England, Roger Bannister set out to be the first person ever to go under four minutes in the mile. You see, they told him it couldn't be done. They said there's no chance a human being can push themselves that hard, that fast, that long. Their eyes will fall out of their head. Their heart will explode. Their lungs will collapse. It's not possible physiologically for someone to go four minutes in the mile. You see, it just hadn't been done yet. But Bannister, he was a medical student at the time, he was also an award-winning neurologist, as well as a world-class miler and the first person in the history of the mile to go under four minutes on that day, May 6, 1954. So remember the story of Roger Bannister, not just as the person who went through the storm and fell into metal in the Olympics to come back just years later and be the first person ever to go under the mile in four minutes, because that's important. But what's more important is that within one year, 13 other competitors went under four minutes. You see, no one in the history of the world had gone under four minutes in the mile until Roger Bannister does it, and then 13 other competitors do it. How does that happen? You see, Bannister blasted through the glass ceiling that was the, the, the limits on potential. And you've got to realize that you have limitless potential, limitless opportunity. Unleashed greatness is inside of you. It's your job to tap into that untapped potential and rise up. S, sink to your training. You're not gonna rise to the occasion. Now you can rise up like the Phoenix, like we talked about yesterday and learn to make adversity your advantage, to make your mess your masterpiece. But when it's go time, you're gonna sink to your training. So make sure your training is elite. Also, you gotta start using so what next pitch, so what next shot, fill in the blank but you got to say, so what, and move on. Or as Muhammad Ali said, suffer now and spend the rest of your life a champion. Or using signs of success, hanging up motivational signs, messages, mindsets, maybe some of those that you've learned through our ABC seminar where you can see them because then you start advertising to yourself. And maybe my favorite S is success leaves clues, but so does disaster. Thank you, Sean Casey. So you've got to make sure that you're putting up those clues, those mindsets of success, those mindsets that you want to create, those goals that you have that drive your focus, putting them up somewhere where you can see them. That's signs of success. You see, advertising works. Why otherwise, why would companies spend millions of dollars for short commercials during the Super Bowl? Because advertising works. So you have got to advertise to yourself the mindset that you want using signs of success. And I would encourage you to go back through our ABCs of Mental Performance Seminar and find the ABCs that become the signs of success that work for you. Today, the letter T. Time is now, place is here. Are you taking part or taking over? 
You see, realize, as we've mentioned before here, that the first mile lies. And TBT, thoughts become things. What you think about, you bring about. And maybe the most important concept here is toughness over talent. My friend Cliff Godwin, baseball coach at East Carolina University, always talks about with his team, toughness over talent. Well, at East Carolina, they've got toughness and talent. And I, that's what I want you to develop as a member of our Mental Performance Daily podcast community is the toughness, the mental toughness to be at your best when it means the most on a consistent basis and handle any and all success and adversity, but also have the talent and the skill because you work to develop that. Well, how do you develop it? Today plus today plus today equals your career. My favorite book of all time, Heads Up Baseball, Dr. Ken Revisa and Tom Hansen, they write that so eloquently in there. Today plus today plus today equals your career. So don't count the days, make the days count and let's get after it today. Up to B, up to me. Are you taking extreme ownership of the results that you're getting or the results that you're not getting and the ability to change your course, to create a new plan and persist until, until, I will until. I will attack until I get my result. I will be resilient until I get the outcome I'm looking for. Until, I will until. And then if we're talking about the letter U as it relates to mental performance, one of my favorite concepts is to become the uncommon of the common. You see, when you were on the junior varsity team in high school, you were good. You were the uncommon of the common at the JV level. So what they do? They brought you to varsity. And then as you worked at the varsity level, you again became the uncommon of the common varsity football players. And what happened? You got the opportunity to play in college. And you went to college and now you were a freshman again. You were 18 years old in that locker room with grown men who had been in a weight training program for four years. So again, you became common. But what you did was you worked and you put out and you invested. And again, you became the uncommon of common football players. You raised up at that college level and you got the opportunity to play in the NFL. And then it started over again and you were a rookie. And you were in camp and you were trying out, hoping just to make the practice squad. And you did. You made the practice squad. You became uncommon. You were an NFL football player, but you were common at that level. So what happened? You continued to invest. You took care of your body. You improved your nutrition. You improved your mental performance. And you became uncommon. And you went from the practice squad to the team. And then you were on the team and you became common again. And then what happened? The process repeated itself. You became a starter. And then what happened? The process repeated itself and you became an all-pro player. And then what happened? The process repeated itself because you were common amongst all-pro players and you landed up in the Hall of Fame. And that's not just a football story. That's a story about anybody listening to Mental Performance Daily in our community. About wherever you're at, you are common again. Every time you go to another level, you're common. So how do you continue to be the uncommon of the common? Today, the letter V, visualize. Make sure everything that you do, you realize it happens twice, first in your mind, then in reality. And to help with visualization, I want you to remember C plus B equals A. Conceive plus believe equals achieve. C plus B equals A, that's conceive. Plus believe equals achieve. What we're talking about is visualization. Everything happens twice. Now you're probably familiar with deja vu, where you experience something in your life and it's the first time you've done it, but you feel like you've been there before. That's the power of mental preparation and visualization. Now, 
if you put that backwards, Vuja Day, which is critical. Vuja Day is critical for athletic directors, for athletes, for high performers that do the same thing on a consistent basis. PGA golfers, NFL football players, baseball players, it's rinse and repeat, Groundhog Day, you get it. But Vuja Day is seeing things that you've always seen, but seeing them as if it was the first time. It's bringing day one energy. It's bringing opening day type excitement. I mean, think about it as an athlete. Everyone's fired up on opening day. Everyone's got great hope on opening day. Everyone's got promise on opening day. Why don't you make every day opening day and bring opening day energy every day? That's Vuja Day. Deja vu, first time I see it. I feel like I've been there before. That's beneficial. So is Vuja Day. See it again, but it's the first time I've ever seen it. I bring that opening day excitement. Also remember that victory favors the fearless. Now, when you hear people say the word fearless, I like to say courageous. Victory favors the courageous, the ones who are able to act in the face of fear. Fearless means you don't fear. You don't, you don't feel fear. Courageous means you feel fear and you go anyway. So victory, it favors the fearless and the courageous. Vuja day and visualize knowing everything happens twice. And with W, we're talking about did you win or learn? You see, most of the time people think there's winners and losers when in reality there's winners and learners and life belongs to the learner. The championships go to the learner because everyone's going to lose. Not everyone's going to learn. And you see, winners lose more than losers lose. They also do a better job of learning from those losses than the losers do. Losers lose and they keep making the same mistakes. Winners lose, they learn and they use that information as feedback to get better. Remember, failure is positive feedback. With W, we've also got to remember, as my friend Jim Schlossnagel, the head baseball coach at Texas A&M, talks about work wins. Work wins. Are you putting in the work that's going to allow you to win? Also, keeping with the mentality of we over me, putting team before self. And then one of my favorite reflection processes is Well, Better, How. There's a great podcast with Kobe Bryant and Lewis Howes on his show, The School of Greatness, where he, where he asks Kobe, what's it like, what does a losing feel like to you? And Kobe says, it's exciting. He goes, well, it sucks to lose, but it's exciting because there's answers there. And he says, and whether you win or whether you lose, you need to learn. And how you learn is you process it properly and you process it by asking yourself, well, what did I do well? What can I do better? How can I do the things I did well, well again? And how can I do the things I want to do better, better? It's classic well, better how. Now, I don't know if Kobe Bryant ever worked with a mental performance coach, but he sure understood the principles around mental performance and mental toughness. So today, let's make sure that we win or we learn. Today, let's realize that winners lose more than losers lose. Let's look at those losses as positive feedback and an opportunity to get better. Let's know that work wins. Let's put we over me and let's run the well, better how process so we can extract the knowledge from every day so we, that we can dominate the day. And with the letter X, understand that extra effort is expected effort. Extra effort. It's expected effort. Extra effort is expected effort. And when you raise your expectation for yourself, you're going to raise your execution. You see, your expectation, if it's related to an outcome, that can be a trap. But if your expectation is related to a behavior like extra effort, like attitude, like being a great teammate, like being on time, like putting in more work, if your expectation for yourself 
is related to a process, to a behavior, that's going to drive you forward. But if your expectation is that you're going to get some type of result, you're setting yourself backward because you don't control the result. And remember, your goal must be in your control. And when talking about an expectation, is it related to an outcome or part of your process? You see, if you have this expectation that we're going to win, which you'll hear a lot of athletes talk about or coaches talk about or motivational speakers talk about, we had this expectation that we were going to win. Well, that's going to be better than an expectation that you're going to lose, but not as good as an expectation that you're going to execute because it's execution that's going to lead to the win. So let's just get out of ex- <laughs> let's get out of expectations and let's get into executions. So if your expectation is related to how you're going to execute today, that's going to be productive. But if your expectation is related to an outcome you're going to get from today, that's non-productive because you don't control the outcome. So as you're looking at your expectations around execution today, what is it? What do you demand from yourself today? What do you expect from yourself today as it relates to controllable energy, effort, focus, determination, discipline, not an outcome that you don't control, but an execution around a process that you can. The letters Y and Z with Y understand yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. And you don't get what you want, you get what you deserve. And what you deserve is going to be directly related to the amount of effort, work, and discipline you bring on a daily basis. Z. Z's will make you better. Getting your Z's, getting your sleep. Now, come on, man. This is a stretch for a letter Z with mental performance. Giving you the best I got. Zoom, it's your gateway to the world, right? When the pandemic hit, I didn't even know what Zoom was. And now I use Zoom for hours on a day. So Zoom, thank you if you're listening to this. Zest is best. Be an energy giver, not an energy taker. You see, zest is an academic word for energy and your attitude and how you bring the juice on a daily basis. And zest is best, man. Energy is your edge. Be an energy giver, not an energy taker. So why? Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, today's a gift, it's what we call it the present, and you don't get what you want, you're going to get what you deserve, and what you deserve will be directly related to the amount of effort and energy that you put in. Not all the time, I got great athletes, some of the hardest working guys on the planet, that get injured, out of your control. But what you're going to get after that comes back to what you do now. So with the ABCs and Mental Performance Mastery, I hope you enjoyed This little mini seminar through the alphabet. Thank you to my friend and mentor, Dr. Rob Gilbert of Success Hotline. If you're not yet listening to Success Hotline, I highly recommend that you do. It's a great podcast. It was the inspiration for me doing Mental Performance Daily. I first heard Dr. Gilbert speak in March of 2006, and I've listened to Success Hotline pretty much daily since. And finally said, you know what? I got to get in the game. Dr. Gilbert carrying the torch for mental performance. I want to be the torch bearer, continuing to move that forward with him. So hope you've enjoyed this mini seminar. Check out Success Hotline. Stay with me here on Mental Performance Daily. A lot of good, exciting stuff coming up here as we march forward and continue in quarter four, 2023. Couldn't be more excited about where we're going with our Mental Performance Daily community, with our coaches certification, with our athletes program. Really, really excited about it. Let's dominate the day together.